Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Alison, where are you? You're not in view. I'm here. I can see her. Oh, I can't see her on mine. Where, what can you see, Maureen? Can you just see All nothing? I see is a curtain. Oh, this is brilliant. You've green screened yourself, Alison, so you're not. So Maureen can't, only Maureen can't see you. You know, it's like only dogs can hear a sound. I was wondering why <laughs> only her voice Maureen. Was that. I can't, honestly, I'm going to take a picture. This is brilliant. We need more of this on the podcast. Alison is not on screen. Am I like an invisible woman right now? Um, I've just sent you the photo. What is oh happening? God, I'm not there. That is so weird. That is amazing. Am I a vampire? Has it happened? Have I turned into a vampire? <laughs> Welcome to Women Talking Bollocks, a podcast where you'll hear, well, three women talking utter bollocks. What you won't hear is anyone nattering on about fashion, makeup, diets, or those blinking Kardashians. I'm not even sure I know who they are, if I'm honest. But what you will hear is some uplifting, irreverent chat with myself, Jen Brister, and my two very dear friends, comedians and women the very wonderful, if slightly eccentric, Maureen Younger and the dashing, kind, charisma bomb that is Alison June Smith. What's lovely is we are actually recording the podcast right now. And I was going to say this, this is a great way to plug. Uh, for those of you, we're now going to be putting <laughs> for our patrons, you're going to you're going to be able to see us visually. We're going to put the visuals out so you can now see what we're banging on about so if you can want to be a Patreon, join us and you can see Maureen in her Irish green emerald top. You can see that I am invisible. I can see Jen though. Sadly, Maureen, you're going to have to still see me. That's ter- terrible. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, it's a mystery and, and certainly one that we'll put up on Instagram so that this bit can actually make sense because I can see Alison. Hi, Alison. You look great, Thanks. by the way. Hi, Jen. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thank you. You've never Thank looked you. better. In fact... We've peaked, actually, in terms of how good you look. And it's unfortunate hey? that Maureen can't see that. That's a shame. The internet's like, Maureen doesn't need to see this. Maureen's missed out. Maureen has missed out. <laughs> anyway, um, let's find out. What, what, what have you guys been up to since I last spoke to you? Well, you know, I forgot to mention something, which was I said oh. was glamorous last oh, week. Yeah. Yeah. So my friend treated me to like five, four or five days at a health spa in the Austrian mountains. Narcissus right. Vital. Um, resort and it was absolutely lovely. Alison, you would approve of the rooms. The rooms were great. We had our own little suites with balconies uh, overlooking the mountains. 
I did miss this kind of, my friend went, you've got mountains all around you. And I, had, I hadn't looked at the left and there were mountains also to the left. I just looked straight ahead. I was like, oh my goodness. Um, there were loads of pools and it's not that busy. Like they don't have too many people there. So it's, it's not too busy. And you had a pool, but you go in from the inside, but you swim out through these flaps to the outside, outside heated pool. And you're surrounded by mountains while you're swimming. Um, ah, I love getting through the flaps. Well, you would, wouldn't it? Go I'd through love. the flaps. <laughs> I mean, that's your kind of thing, isn't it, Jen? It is more, I'm afraid. <laughs> Going through the flaps. I think that's going to be the title for this show. And <laughs> and then they also had like a like a like a, a very quiet place, which was very salty. So you could only stay there for 15 minutes. So it's very quiet, very salty. But you did drift off because like you thought you. Wait, were what are we talking about? Stephanie? This pool, this pool, and so you you drifted off. Salty you, pool because it's so salty water. You drift off. I didn't realize you drifted off, so I did. I did kind of bang into a few people by mistake. But um, and the other thing was, it's such good value for money. I know it's, it's all it's all relative, but bear in mind this is a four star resort. So you have dinner at night. The food was gorgeous, and a three course meal was thirty five euros for a four star restaurant. Um, and the breakfast breakfast. Breakfast of the breakfasts were brilliant, and it's very hard to do a bald egg in breakfast scenarios. Lovely, the food was lovely. It was really good value for money. Um, obviously, it was in the mountains. I hadn't bothered checking, so I turned up. Everyone goes there to ski, obviously, in the area. I turned up, and I was the only one dressed like this in a summer's dress, fishnet tights, and court shoes. There was snow on the uh, station platform. I mean, Maureen, it's February in Austria. I don't know what to tell you, but that's <laughs> that is that's. <laughs> That's winter. I mean, yeah, I was February. the only one in fishnets, to be fair. Maureen said to me, I, I just, I couldn't understand it. Everyone had big coats and they were wearing like ski wear and had big hiking Hats. boots. And I went, it's, it's, it's the mountains and it's February. It's, this is what, this is what people are doing. But Maureen only had fishnet tights. I like fishnet tights. I know. I, I mean, yeah, but so not anyway, maybe. In the I winter, really, in the honestly, I would recommend it. Uh, it's just a lovely, actually, Alice, it's a lovely place to go. The rooms are gorgeous. Um, I saw the pictures. Oh. I liked the pictures. I was like, yes, Maureen, yes, wherever you are, yes. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, I didn't have time really to spend on the balcony just enjoying the mountains really as much as I would have liked because we always seem to be doing stuff. But it was, it was really lovely. And because I had really bad, bad eczema when I went and it actually had cleared up after five days in that resort. But yeah, and, and this staff were lovely. It was just um, just a really nice place to go. Recommend it. Good, a good treat for you, Maureen. Mm. Just at the right time when you needed it. Yeah. Um, so you, it's, you, you see what happens when you take some time to do things for yourself that are positive. Oh, it makes a big how, difference. They can have a positive impact. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to keep drumming that into Maureen until, <laughs> until she really hears it. Um, what have you two been up to? Can you beat that? Oh, well, I, I mean, yeah, I can actually. Um, I, I started back in my tour, obviously, in January, uh, which, Maureen, you, you came with to many of the, the Island. Um, Island shows that we did. We went to Ireland, didn't we? And we went to, um, I mean, I've been everywhere. Went up we were in Manchester together. Oh, yes, well, all yeah. three of us. That was brilliant. We got together. That was so fun. We were, we both did spots uh, opening for Jen, which was tremendous. That was at the end Super of January. Fun. Which, I mean, yep. it feels like a long time ago, but it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that and, long ago. you know, I've been all over the place. I've been in Essex. I've been in Kent. I've been in Yorkshire and Lancashire. Oh, and, and do you know this, Alison? Jen has sold out, I think twice, Ali Pally, the theatre at Ale Alexandra Palace. Amazing. Your whole tour is going great. You know what yes, I mean? The it's, uh... Yeah, the tour is really, um, I mean, you know what it's like, guys. 
um, no one is more surprised uh, that this tour is selling out than I am. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, that's never <laughs> happened before. I, I, I really feel like I need to be like, yeah, well, I was just expecting it. Kind of that's the sort of thing that I do. I sell things and they, they, they go out, sell out. That's a, I'm a sellout. But actually, the whole time I'm like, what? How? I mean, Ali Pally I mean, sits 900 when, people. That is, um, that's impressive, Jen. I said to Maureen, oh, um, it's going to go on sale. I was like, oh, God, it's going to be so embarrassing if it doesn't sell out. <laughs> and then it did. And I just couldn't get my head around it. And then they added another date and then that sold out. And I was like, I feel like um, there's some sort of bizarre joke that's happening that I haven't been privy to. <laughs> but look, it's it's great. And I, I as it's a new feeling to, to be popular and I'm just trying to enjoy it. So, Jen, if people want to get tickets for your sellout shows that haven't sold out, the few that haven't sold out yet, where do they go? Where do, just to look on your website, do they? Yeah, I've added more dates for places. I could, don't be cross if I'm not net going, if the date isn't near you. Lots of people going, why aren't you in the Midlands? I was. I was there in October. Um, <laughs> if, I, if, I, if there isn't a date um, near you, it's because I've already done it. Um, that's why. But there will be, there are more dates and you can find them on my website if, if that's your jam. Alison, are you still there? I'm here. And also I was going to say, oh, if you want to... Oh, uh... she's back on my camera. I can see Alison now. This is hilarious because now I can't see Alison. <laughs> what are you talking I'm about? Not, I'm not what joking. What is happening? <laughs> I, ge I genuinely can't see you. Right, okay. Take a photo, so take a photo. It's, it's not, it's just black. You're just black. Uh, it's just a, hang on a second. I don't understand. I can right, see okay, Alison I'm sending now. this. That, that I was like, why has Alison disappeared? Is she? Is it? What is as going on? she disappeared, on? she came on. I could see her. That's so weird. Well, I, I was gonna say uh, while Jen is taking a picture of me disappearing, I'm I'm just I'm the invisible woman. Uh, if you are a fan of Jen's and um, you know you can't get in to see her show. Uh, you, you can hear her voice weekly with us here at yes. WTB. So uh, thank you for being a listener and continue to listen. And if you have friends that like Jen, and send her, them our way. Uh, we are riding on her coattails, and we're very grateful to have you all with us. So thank you very much, all of Jen's fans. Stay with us. Alison, <laughs> you're back. You're back. I, I can see you. screens. What? Look at this. But you've just come back from nowhere. This is mind-blowing so, stuff. I mean, we weird. should... Why has nobody made a movie about this? I mean, <laughs> I can, can you imagine reading that script? You'd be like, this is going to be a hit, kid. Anyway, sorry. C c carry on. So, Alice, what have you no been problem. up to? I uh, There is actually a movie called Unfriended. It's a great horror movie about uh, a ghost online when people join in groups like this. Anyway, sidetrack. Of course it's Of course it's That's for free, everyone. Unfriended. You'll enjoy it. Uh, what have I been doing? Um, well, I, to I told you last week I've been obsessed with cults, so I can't stop listening to cult podcasts. But also I've been really getting back into my plants, everyone. And I bought some self-watering plant pots. And I got to say. What? Yeah. Game changer, everyone. Game changer. Basically, what it is is it's a pot that has a little bit storage for water underneath. Then they have these little uh, crevices so the roots can get down into the water. And then it just like you just keep that water filled up so you don't have to fill it every week or keep watering it. You just make sure every so And it's got a little measuring thing so it says there's this much water in the thing below. So you can see if you're getting low on the water. So you just don't have to fuss. Um, and it's been... An amazing experience. I learned it from Leanne, 
uh, oh, one of the, our producers. The yeah, she yeah, she knows. Yeah, things. she taught me all about it, and it's been a game changer. So that's that's the excitement level I got going on in my life right now. Apparently, I'm invisible from time to time, and I'm into self watering plant pots. Everyone, you're a middle aged woman, so obviously you're. I invisible. am invisible. <laughs> not, not to me, you're not. Well, actually, I was going to say, but me. not often to other middle aged women. So that's why that one was really weird. You know, normally we're like, hey, yeah. I see. We're like V-dub drivers. Hey, I see you. I see a middle-aged woman. You give a little wave, right? <laughs> Pass a fan because we're always hot. You know, whatever it is you do with it. <laughs> well, I'm relieved that we can see you again, Alison, because I missed you. Thanks, guys. And it's good to have you back. And the self-watering plants, of course you and Leanne are doing that. I think you guys were separated at birth. Um, I think we were. <laughs> I, think, I really think you and were. And you, you'd have an excuse for shopping, so you would have been in, in seventh heaven buying those, wouldn't you? Oh, my God. Of course, Maureen. I'm trying not to shop so much, though. I'm trying to not be a shopaholic. But that's that's a topic for another day, everyone. Well, um, we've all had, uh, yet again, um, Wow, absolutely banging weeks. I, I mean, <laughs> honestly, I, I've had to talk about something that happened three months ago because absolutely nothing is going on. Isn't that incredible when you think, what have I done? And you think, oh, nothing of any interest. Um, but, it, but you know, it's great that we've got that, that we can claw back and go, oh, like three months ago I did something interesting because we haven't talked about it. So I've, I can, I've always got that. And I'll continue to go back in time uh, really deep into the months to, to fish out something interesting to say Uh for the whole of this particular series, just so you know, we, we may go as far as May and June and I'll still be talking about something that happened in January. Or primary school. Yeah, sure, why not? What have you been up to this week? Well, I was 11. I <laughs> fell off my bike and, wow. Uh, I'll, break my out, I'll break out my diaries and read excerpts from my diaries again. I mean, we can always do some excerpts from diaries and I'll very much enjoy those. Um, well, it's good to know that we've all had weeks. Um, of course... We're actually, I'm very intrigued to know what where, what Maureen is going to say next because yeah. it's time to go over to her to find out what absolutely nut job thing she's done. It's Maureen Younger's Be My Money Moment. I messaged Jen, I have just put olive oil in my eyes. <laughs> and I was like, sitting there going, why is it so blurred? I, I mean, you can't make this shit up, can you? <laughs> It was oh. fine in the end, but I wouldn't recommend it. No, you wouldn't recommend it, Maureen. <laughs> well, while we were at this health spa, um, my friend, some friends came to visit us, and one of them went, "You do realise there's some pool, other outdoor pools outside that you two haven't been to." So on our last morning, we thought oh, we should check these out. So we went to this. Uh, it was where the saunas are and everything. So we went in there, and there were two pools. One was like a cold pool. One was like a really heated pool. And as we were about to go in, uh, there were three people in the pool. Uh, two people came out completely naked. We were like, oh, well, whatever floats your boat. Uh, by the way, I didn't have my lenses in because I'd hurt my eyes, so I could just about make out the mountains, let alone anything else. And my friend, and there was a woman also in the pool while we went in there. So we were in there, we were swimming. We're like, we've got this pool to ourselves. It's amazing. Anyway, then this guy came out dressed only in a towel and went, you do realise this is the nudist area, right? And... <laughs> As he said it, like on cue, about a dozen completely naked, no towels, completely naked people came out. And I went, oh, I suppose in German, I went, I suppose we should have guessed, right? And so we're swimming, obviously in costumes, in the nudist area. My friend is very, very modest. So she's not only in a bathing suit, she's actually got a swimming dress. I don't know if you know you could get these. It was really pretty, actually. Yeah. She's in a swimming dress. And to complete the look, she's got trousers on. So she's the most dressed person swimming <laughs> in the whole area. And we're both in the nudist pool. 
So um, my friend, get we obviously get out and we go, oh, sorry, you know, we're British. We get out and um, my friend, obviously not to see anything. She, I, I mean, they don't care, but she puts a T-shirt over her face. I can't I can't see anything anyway because I'm totally uh, blind. And I, without my glasses, but on reflection, I think if three people are swimming nude in the pool, that is a, perhaps a bit of a clue that it is the nudist I mean, area. There were so many clues, weren't there? As you swam next to three naked people. <laughs> Less people in the pool. I love that Maureen just went, oh, Yeah, whatever what, floats your boat. I guess, I, guess that, I guess that's what you're doing. Um, you're just... Re- I, if I was in a pool and they were naked, then my immediate thought would be, oh, okay, either, either they need to be arrested or this is a nudist area. <laughs> what I wouldn't do is just go, oh, well, I guess that's just what you're doing and I'll just accept that, that you're naked really- and I'm... <laughs> In our defence, it was a really nice pool. Now, the thing is, it was in the sauna area, and um, my friend hadn't said that because the sauna area is kind of... Uh, it's, it's a different area. You've got, to have, you've got to have a special pass for it, which we did, so your children can't go in there. And I didn't realise that everybody in the sauna is... Ne- that's what people do in Austria. So I said to my friend, you never told us it was, like, nudist. And he went, it's a sauna area. What do you think? And I went, I did. I'm so glad I didn't go to the sauna with him. But it was like, I didn't realise that. So every Austrian would have known that that area was a nudist area. Obviously apart from the two yeah. Brits. I mean, I don't know how I feel about that whole nudie business in a sauna because I, I, I'm not comfortable going in no. to, a, to a sauna where, when a man's got like a, like a tight pair of swim trunks on. I'm like, oh, God, I'm, have to, I'm having to squint as it is. I don't really know no, if I could cope with seeing the full shebang. No. And, and, you know, especially if he's come out of the cold pool, I'd be like, I, I, what is that? What's happened to it? I, I don't... There's a lot. There's too much. I think yeah, there's just I'm too really much. I'm really glad also, I didn't go with my mate. I hope the women are putting a towel down before they sit down. There's a lot There's a lot to think about. Do, <laughs> These do are you know things I mean? that I think about too. Yeah. But I just yeah. thought... I mean, the guy was very nice who told us. I just thought that just sums us up. Getting thrown out getting thrown out of a nudist bit and my, and my mate being in the most dress... I mean, all she needed really was a veil to complete the look. Do you know what I mean? He was... <laughs> <laughs> I love that she was essentially wearing a, a trouser suit with a dress. Um, a three-piece trouser a three-piece suit. bathing suit. A three-piece bathing suit. In the nudist suit. area. Oh, they exist in the nudist area. I think we got away with it because we were British, so they just thought we were just mad Brits, so that was fine. Oh, yeah. I think the second they hear like any sort of British uh, uh, accent, they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it's them. You gotta admit that's a good be more Maureen, isn't it? Being thrown out for nudist area. That's a real good one. It's it's very it's a classic. Yeah, yeah. That you swimming fully, essentially fully clothed uh, in a nudist area is brilliant. <laughs> well, Maureen, that is a beautiful be more Maureen moment. What a visual image as well. Um, and, and to be to be to be fair to you, it's not something I would have known that the sauna area was no. nudist. I wouldn't have known that. I wouldn't have known that either. No. So, like, I can't even be like, oh, come on, Lord, we all know that sauna's where you take your kit off in Austria. Good to know. Good to know if you're ever going to a sauna in Austria, though, isn't yeah. it? That's good to and know. And also, it's like, you know, I had a massage there and it's done by a man. And that's quite normal in Germany and Austria. Like, that would never happen in Britain. You'd always have a woman massaging you, wouldn't you? You'd never have a man massage you. Oh, I've had men in Canada. I've had very a lot of men. Not in Britain. You don't. You don't tend to. I mean, I have had a massage by a man, but they are. They say to you, they say, "Look, we've only got." Are you okay yeah, with you, this? We've only yeah. got you know Fabio and. Um, yeah, so can I have a look? Okay. 
and you go, well, let me check out what Fabio looks like and then I'll let you know. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, you're right, Maureen, generally speaking, it's a woman, which obviously I have no problem with. Um, Maureen, thank you. <laughs> thank you for your Be With Warren moment. It was a classic. So good. So good. It was a it was a good one. Um Alison, we've got to go to you. There's 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 got to be a problem that you haven't solved recently. Um it, hopefully it's 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 post uh, the Yuletide season New this year? time. <laughs> it's time to ask Alison. Go to the gym. Get it together. Pay your taxes and stop eating chips. Take my advice. Take my advice. I ain't using it. Actually, uh, funny enough, this person wrote in uh, saying they have an evergreen Ask Allison, and they sure do. This doesn't even matter the season. This is great. Anytime. Not had this problem. Really surprised that this has not been written in about before. Um, Here we go. Problem this week. I need to go to the dentist. But I just cannot bring myself to do it. I don't have any pain, but I am many years overdue and got a tiny chip off one of the front of my teeth. And I'm so self-conscious about it, but I'm also just too afraid to get to the dentist. Um, I'm also slowly emerging from a major depressive episode, three plus years. And brushing my teeth was the first of my self-care go-to. So I'm feeling guilt and shame as well as just your average dentist anxiety. Okay, first off, I just want to say... Good for you for taking any steps of any sort of self-care and well done for getting back up on, you know, realizing you are so important and and you should be so proud of yourself for doing this and even beginning to think about these steps. So well done. Congratulations. Um, Please don't feel any shame or or anything about going to the... Look, people who take care of their teeth all their life, I'll tell you what. My sister, she is meticulous with taking care of her teeth. And every time she goes to the dentist, she has at least two to three cavities. So look, whether or not you have been caring for your teeth, sometimes teeth just genetically, they can be in rough shape. They can, so just to take that away from you. There's no shame. Don't worry about it. You're doing a great job. Um, I think this is a big thing for a lot of people. The dentist is a very intrusive and it feels weird and it's uncomfortable. So you're not alone. Um, there are a lot of things that you can do to make a dentist visit a lot better. And one of the first things I want to recommend to you is to start looking. There are actually clinics that specialize for people who who have this problem with going to the dentist, right? So there, you can speak to the NHS about they are called sedation clinic, uh, sedation clinics, okay? And you can get a reference for them. So sedation clinics basically just kind of go, okay, they can give you a little bit of gas if you want that they they do they put over your face to kind of gas you up to to take away some of the intensity, some of the anxiety. There's also dentist practices that will put you right under if you want to be fully sedated and go to sleep. To me, I don't know if I could do that. I kind of like to know what's going on when they're doing things, but there are those options and there's they're out there. You can go to the NHS, you can look at if you're in North America or Canada, I'm sure you could look up there are definitely dental practices that specify in this. Some other things that you can do, which I thought were really great. Bring a friend. Uh, you can bring a friend to the dentist, which I think a lot of people don't think that, but sometimes just having that support there. And I mean, literally bring them in with you. They could sit with you while you're with the dentist. That That is something that can really help, okay? A lot of people have found help with that. The other thing you can do, 
bring some music or a podcast or something you want to listen to to take your mind off of what's going on. And you absolutely can do that. <laughs> Our producer Alex is shaking his head. Yeah, yeah. Look, it makes it a lot easier if you want to drift off. You don't have to have, because sometimes it's maybe just the whole thing of like, having this person above you talking to you, you can just check out if you want. So listen to some music or a podcast that is of interest to you. Um, Those are things that you can really help. Also, speaking of podcasts, there are a ton of podcasts out there with uh, talking about dental fears, people dealing with going to the dentist. And I would say, go have a listen to some of them because there might be people who have gone through things like this and they might be able to give you some sort of um, tip that has helped them significantly. Also, just sometimes realizing we're not alone in these things makes us feel a bit more brave and a bit more ready to do these things. So those are the biggest things that I want to tell you. I mean, also you can go in the way of hypnosis. If you really want to do that, you can go get hypnotized so you can not be afraid of the dentist. Um, I don't know. I'm sure there's some great hypnosis out there. I don't don't know. But uh, those are big things. So sedation clinics, listen to music, take a friend, um, listen to some podcasts about going to the dentist. But overall, I just want to say you're doing great. Congratulations. I'm so proud of you for even venturing into this world. And I promise you, once you begin, it gets easier and easier and you will just feel better and better because you know you are taking care of yourself. That is all of the advice I can give. That's really great advice, Alison. I think... Um, the not cleaning your teeth or, you know, because you're depressed, it's like totally normal. I, I think that's not an unusual yeah. thing to happen. And I don't no. think, you know, it's hard enough to be suffering depression without then self-flagellating about the fact that you weren't able to have self-care when you're depressed. Of course, you can't have self-care when you're depressed. You're depressed. And so take you have to find a way. And I, I know it's difficult because it's so easy to feel guilt and shame and attach those to, 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 to that. But if there's any way that, you know, by talking to somebody or, or by talking to yourself and reminding yourself to be kind to yourself and just say it's actually that that's that's just a symptom of your depression. Okay, and so yep. we have to you have to accept that, and you have to um, be kind to yourself and say, of course, yeah, that's okay. The next step, the step is, you know, as you said, Alison, please try to take that sh- the shame away from that because that will then stop you from making that phone call to get to a dentist, which you absolutely need to do. If it, if it, it I hate. Can I just say that I, I, I don't suffer from depression, and I absolutely hate going to the dentist and I have avoided oh, it and I and I can't I can't explain it it's not like a phobic thing it's just I just every time I go I lose 500 quid <laughs> do you know what I mean I'm like <laughs> Jesus Christ yeah. I know what you're saying yeah. maybe if you went more regularly Jen you wouldn't be spunking that much money at the dentist but my my point is I find it very difficult to make that appointment and I don't even have you know I'm not clinically depressed so um whatever you know the hardest thing is going to be picking up the phone and making that call. But also, you know, I think, Alison, you've made so many great suggestions about what you can do in order to 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 make being in the dentist bearable. And if, if it means shutting the world out, listening to Listen to this podcast. We'll distract you. Yeah. Happily. And realise things could be worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, 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 could, you could be one of yeah. us. Um, so... Uh, yeah, it's really, it's really great advice, but I just, the hardest part of listening to that problem is that, is, is to listen to this person thinking, feeling any sort of shame about, about being depressed. God, please. Yeah. That's. Don't feel shame. No. 
I mean, it's yeah. easy for us to say don't feel shame, but try try not to. Try to remember that, you, you know, you're, you've not been well. No, but also there's a sense of achievement because I, I, I do that as well when I get depressed. You put off things, you put off things, and then it weighs down on you. So it... It, it it aids the depression in a way. It feeds the depression because you're not doing stuff. Yes. So you beat yourself up because you're not doing stuff. And so there is a sense of achievement when you actually finally do it and you do it. And then often, as in most things in life, it's never normally as bad as you think it's going to be. So you kind of build these things up in your head. It's going to be terrible. I'm going to be there for hours, whatever. I mean, I travelled two hours to the other end of London because I like my dentist. I mean, once you find a good dentist, stick to them. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, even just begin by looking for the right dentist. I mean, you know, but 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 just be proud. And I have terrible teeth. I've got five teeth missing. I had really bad gum disease for years, which nobody spotted. So if you, my mouth is just, you know, I have a really, I have lots of problems. Um, but, yeah, so they, they will have seen worse. Yeah. Believe me, they will have seen yeah. worse. Uh, and, and, uh, and you just, whatever happens, you just need to go and... Get get that sorted, and 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 I really think that Alison and Maureen are right. Once you make that phone call and that is booked in, it's never going to be as bad as you think it's going to be. It it just never is. And if you think that the dentist hasn't been there and seen there and done that, and frankly, who I mean, who gives a fuck what they think? My dentist was always being weird about my teeth. Last time I went, I had to have like a, a yeah. an implant. Anyway, he was talking about the different coloured tooth he was going to have to put in, and he went. We've chosen quite a yellow one for you uh, to make it match the rest of your teeth. And I was like, wow. I mean, dude, did you have to like, is that, was that necessary? There are good dentists out there. You've got to find the one. And, and Alison is right. You know, you can contact your NHS and, and, and definitely go to a dentist who, who is uh, equipped to deal with people who have anxiety around going because that's yeah. who you want. What I'm saying is you don't want my dentist who has all the empathy of a breeze block. I'll give you his number if you want it, but maybe not. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Sorry, Alison, I'm distracted by the fact that Maureen appears to be drinking double cream. I'm not drinking double cream. What are you drinking? It's a cafe latte. Oh, thank God. I, oh. Sorry, <laughs> Alison, let's be honest. It wouldn't be out of the realms of possibility that Maureen is chugging on some double cream. <laughs> now it's uh, time to find out what we have. We're very cultural women. All we do is watch telly. Maureen, what have you been doing? Well, I'm going to do a film, which I actually watched with Jen on my birthday, which was Babylon, which is a very long film. <laughs> I actually really liked it. Um, it's about, it's, I think it's over three hours, isn't it, Jen? It's something like that. Oh, it's over three hours. It's ridiculous. It's over three hours. And it stars Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie, who seems to be in everything at the moment. And it's about uh, Hollywood just at the time when it, it went from uh, silent movies to sound. And Brad Pitt plays a, a big silent movie star who basically with sound kills his career. And I really enjoyed it. It is a bit on the long side a bit of judicious editing might not have done it any harm the opening scene is amazing it's this really long long tracking shot um but i thought i really liked it what did you think jen yeah i enjoyed it it's um it's quite a light-hearted watch isn't it it's not too no um, yeah there's some bits that are really really funny in it uh it's basically looking at the casualties of uh people that were huge stars during the silent movie time and then when the talkies are introduced and colour film is introduced, how a lot of these people, they couldn't make that um, connection. I mean, a lot of people did. Like, I think, was it, who, who was it? Was it Greta Gutt? Al no. Johnson was like the big... Al Johnson, but who was the who was the woman actor? Oh, Greta Garbo. Greta Garbo. Oh, it is Greta Garbo. And it's during that that pre-Second uh, World War, so it's the post of the First World War. It's very hedonistic. You know, there's big sort of parties of where there's, like, basically orgies and nudity and, like, it's, it's, you know, if you think about what was happening in Europe at the time, that was about the time of the Weimar Republic in Germany, which had all the same sort of things happening over there. So, you know, I'm talking about in the... 20s. Not for the average person. The average person wasn't, you know, in, indulging in orgies and going to cabaret. But, um, you know, this is Hollywood. So this is talking about that time um, and how women were commodities and sexual, you know, sexual harassment and rape were... were... How things have changed. <laughs> but at least now you're not paying girls to be raped by men, which is what they were doing back then. They would get these girls, they would go to the parties, they would, these women would be, like, uh, prostituted out and raped, and then they would then they would go back to the film sets the next day and, and be on the... do the dancing or do the... be in the background and pretending to be whatever. I mean, it was just dreadful. Uh, and that, that that's all going on in the background of this story, which is about this young woman who wants to be a star and her inevitable... Demise. But anyway, it was really good. It was really, really good. And I love Margot. Um, I, I imagine that will be coming out on some streaming channel very soon. I want to recommend a film that I really enjoyed. Again, I watched it with Maureen. I don't know if Maureen enjoyed it, but I loved it. It was called The Banshees of Inner Sharon. Oh, yes. 
Yes. It stars um, Brendan Dempsey and Colin Farrell. And it is just... Did you say Brendan Gleeson, yeah? Oh, Brendan Gleeson, sorry. Not Brendan Dempsey, it's completely different. The other day, I was talking about um, a movie and I said, oh, it starred Gary Barlow. I was like, it didn't star Gary Barlow at all. My mate was like, Gary Barlow? I was like, no, sorry. It wasn't Gary Cooper, was it? No, it wasn't Gary Cooper, but it's a different Gary. Gary Oldman. And he went, you mean Gary Oldman? I went, oh, yeah, I meant Gary Oldman, not Gary Barlow. Yeah, 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 that Gary. Yeah. Just turning into my mother, just saying any old name that sounds that sounds about right. Uh, anyway, it's really good. It's um, about these two friends and one of them decides he doesn't want to be friends with them anymore. And it's inexplicable. Mm. And one of them just is like can't understand why their friendship has um, uh, been terminated uh, and does everything he can to reignite. And it's really uh, funny... The actors, the acting in it is absolutely brilliant. All of the actors are fantastic in it. Um, uh, Apart from Colin Farrell and um, uh, Brendan Gleeson, Kerry Condon, who plays Colin Farrell's sister, uh, she's outstanding in it. And then there's another young guy called Barry Keown, who plays the the kind of the young, simple guy who's being, you know, physically and sexually abused by his father. It's all taking place in an island. It's an island off the west coast of Ireland and on the mainland you can see there is a civil war happening. Um, and it's really, if I, I mean, I might be taking this very literally, um, but it feels like it's a, like a metaphor or uh, something for what is happening over on the mainland, that you have these two people who were friends, live side by side, uh, cared about one another, and then inexplicably... They are no longer friends. In fact, they they one of them's like, we're not talking ever, ever again. And if you if you if you come to me and if you try to disrupt my peace, there will be consequences. And there are. So uh mm. so it, I mean, I might be taking that literally, might not have anything to do with that, but because the, the civil war is happening in the background, you can't help but make that sort of it's just it's so the script is absolutely outstanding. The acting is fantastic. It's really, really funny. And I, 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 I it's one of the few films I've seen recently that I'm like, oh, I'd, I'd watch that again. Um, oh, and he's really good. And, you know, a lot of the time when things are nominated for awards, you're like, really? Oh, God, really? But this one, I'm totally get why it's it's being nominated for all kinds of things. It's just a fantastic and the acting. Colin Farrell, both of them, but Colin Farrell in particular. Brendan Gleeson is always amazing. He, I mean, he is amazing. He's absolutely brilliant. But Colin Farrell, just because he plays, you just you just want to give him a cuddle. You kind of feel really sorry for him. You just him. want to he give him a cuddle. He's just like, oh, love. Yeah. Anyway, that's my recommendation. Alison, talk to me about horror. Oh, and where can you see? Is, is, did we see it on Amazon? Is it on Amazon or Netflix or something at the moment? You can find it on Disney. Um, if if uh, that's your if that's your bag, Alison, talk to me. There's so many platforms out there, everyone. If we it's mention something, I mean, you can find it. Google Go it. find it. It's out there somewhere. Um, okay, this uh, this week I'm going to recommend a horror movie that I'm, you know, almost a thousand million percent sure none of you uh, in front of me have seen. Uh, it is because we were talking about The Dentist. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay. I mean, look. <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors, of course. Is oh, be I love first, that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good one. It's great. It's fun. You know, that's a, that's a fun one just to like, you know, if you... But if you want an actual horror movie... Now, I'm not saying it's good quality, but I enjoyed it. I got into it. It's called 
Darkness Falls. Okay. Let me read the synopsis. Darkness Falls. A vengeful spirit has taken the form of a tooth fairy to extract vengeance on the town that lynched her 150 years earlier. Her only opposition is the only child now grown up who has survived her before. So basically, we got an angry tooth fairy spirit. Uh, she's angry because the townspeople, yeah, 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 the townspeople wrongfully burned her. Allison. They wrongfully killed her. Yeah, it's real good, everyone. And uh, I'm not, these are not, I'm not saying, I'm just saying if you're into this. And so, uh, yeah. Who's going to be uh, into this? Yeah, <laughs> someone who's battling uh, uh, dental fear, because I'll tell you what, this is what my hope was. You don't want to go see the dentist. What do you want, the dentist, or do you want a vengeful spirit coming in the middle of the night? I'm saying dentist wins. So that is why I'm recommending Darkness Falls. Um, have you have you even bothered looking at it? Rotten Tomatoes. What is it saying, Jen? It's saying 3%. 9%, everyone. 9%. It's 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's yeah. 4.9 out of 10 on IMDb, and yeah. it's 1 out of yeah. 5 for common sense. All so, I'm saying is if you want to throw in something that is ridiculous, but, you know, it just... Listen, this is the thing about horror movies. It doesn't have to be good. It's still made $48 million on the at the box office. So, so There you go. Th- There's is, a market for there it. There is a market for every horror film. And it doesn't have to be good. It just has to be a horror film. Um, there is another horror film called The Tooth Fairy, which is even worse. Don't watch it. Darkness I Falls think is the better. Before. Have you? The Tooth Fairy. I love that Maureen's like, I do remember an awful recommendation you gave a long time ago. I, I don't uh, remember yeah, that, no. but that gets that's actually does better. That gets fourteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So See, and I think it's a worse movie. So I'm going with Darkness Falls. Okay. Yeah. Great. Darkness Falls. Yeah. Uh check it out. Uh an absolute banger there if you wanna uh if you want to have horror and tooth fairies, this is the perfect Venn diagram for you. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alison, there's absolutely no way I would know of any of these movies' existence without you, and I'm grateful for that. So, you're um, welcome. Thank you're you welcome, so much everyone. for your horror uh, recommendation. Oh dear, Maureen, must we? Apparently so. It's time yes, to put our finger in your cultured corner <laughs> and wipe it. Oh, wipe it with a wet wipe. Check the pH. Check the pH <laughs> levels. Ouch! It stings. Uh, Maureen, tell us. course it's the corner time that is often cultural but sometimes just batshit (laughs) i'm not quite sure i like that introduction but anyway um i'm going to talk about walter presents which is on uh if you're in in britain it's on channel four and it 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 just shows lots of programs all around the world. Wow. So you've got Scandi police procedures, Noir. which will be up Jen's alley because yep. they'll be depressing and, and somebody will die. <laughs> so you'll be have a great time. They have French, they have German, they have uh, Belgian, they have Dutch, they have Polish, all around the world, including Canada. They've got um, a show from Canada, which I am going to talk to you about. It is called Cover Your Tracks. It's a French-Canadian eight-part drama. Oh, oh a, I started watching that. Did you? What do you think? I didn't finish watching it. Oh. It's one of those ones where I started to watch it and then Chloe went, shut it down. It's got subtitles. Oh. So we didn't get okay. very far with it. But um, it, it, it's right up my alley because it's, it's, yeah. it's dark and depressing. Yeah, so that's on. It's in French with English subtitles. Um, this is one that I think is going to be really, uh, going to be good just because it stars Daniel Otoy, who's one of the best French actors 
ever. I, no matter what thing he's in, whatever film programme he's in, he's always brilliant. And it's called um, Something to Hide. And he plays this very successful mayor of the town. He lives on the Riviera. His life is a success. And he's about to become a senator. And his life falls apart when his uh, beloved grandson accuses him of raping oh, him. Oh, wow. Oh, Okay. Oh, All right. that's oh, boring. I mean, you say that. I mean, that is dark. Ooh. That's crazy dark. That is dark. Yeah, and it's based on a true story. What's it called again? Um, some something to hide, and I Daniel Toy plays the main character. I can't. If you've never seen him, he is one of the best actors in the world. So he will be brilliant, and I, uh, that is definitely worth watching. Uh, this sounds quite good. Agatha Christ, Christie's Hjørsson, I don't know if that's pronounced right, but it's a Swedish crime drama based on a character from the famous writer's world, a brilliant ex-criminal profiler and a TV producer accidentally become a crime-solving team. So that sounds quite interesting. What, where is this from? Uh, this is from Sweden. Okay. And there's another one uh, that I, I've actually watched, which I think I've mentioned before, called The Announcer, which is in French. And it's about set in the TV world of the 1960s and it's a female French TV presenter. I really enjoyed that. And the other one, which is new and I haven't seen, it's called Faking Hitler. And I believe it's about in the 80s at the Spiegel, which is a really famous, well-respected magazine, printed what were supposed to be Hitler's diaries. And it was a big ah. scoop and it turned out, of course, they were fake. But, you know, this was like a major ah. magazine that had fallen for it. And so it's a German series about faking, called Faking Hitler which sounds quite interesting. So I don't know if you can watch these if you're not in Britain, so that might be an issue, but check out Walter because they do have lots of very interesting programmes for all around the world. Brilliant. And and so I'm, forgive me, Maureen, because I'm probably thick. When you say check out Walter... It's it's like it's like a it's like a part of Channel Four. So you go into Walter Presents, which is all part of Channel Four. So it's free to access. So is it part of all? So if you go into the Channel Four, so all four, it'll have Walter Presents. And you okay. Just go in there, oh, right. Okay. And then you can check out all these. It's how they banned all the foreign like binge stuff. They put it under Walter Presents. So it's just a load of foreign is. box sets, basically. Foreign box sets, yeah. So it's all free to access on Channel Four. You will get adverts. Maureen, I don't know how. How does she find all this stuff out? I don't know how you know all of this. It's unbelievable. She's very cultured. <laughs> I have a lot of time when on I, my hands. I don't have a, I don't have a boyfriend or kids, so that always helps. <laughs> uh, do you know what? I don't I don't think that would mean anything to me. I w- I could be completely like I'd have all the time in the world and never figure any of this stuff out. Um, it's true. It's true. But I am glad you said the name of the sets just in case there are listeners who aren't from Britain, so they don't have Channel Four, but they could still go find the ones you recommended. And, you know, yeah. it's worth yeah. trying, because uh, I've downloaded foreign TVs onto my phone, so sometimes you can't see all the programmes because of rights issues, but there are some programmes that you can watch. So it may be that you can see some of those programmes where you are, depending on the it, rights yeah, issues. Yeah, it depends on the rights issues from country to country, doesn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. we're international. Yeah. We always have to remember that, everyone. There are people listening to us all over the place, and thank you very much. Isle of yeah. Man. Isle of Man. Isle of White. Isle of White. No, we've got some listeners oh, in other European and North America, so I like to... It's it's true. Yeah, we do. Them involved. We do. Yeah. Alison's brought in the Canadians. We've got them. Uh, Maureen Younger, thank you very much for your corner that was cultured by yourself. Well done. You've done it again. She's done self-culturing. She's cultured herself. She's, <laughs> she's cultured herself. She's had years of practice. She's been making... Yep. Um, yep, I've been in your fridge. I've seen it. Um, that's not a euphemism, by the way. It is, actually. <laughs> it's all euphemisms. It's all euphemisms that's all, all the time. That's all it is. It's, it's, it's an hour of euphemisms. Get your buttery fingers in our holes. All right, Jen, I want to find out what the hell's getting your goat this week. 
don't judge me. Now, you're going to be judging me now, but bloody well wait, OK? This is terrible, isn't it? That's what's got my goat. And do you know who I blame? Society. <laughs> OK, Alison, I'm going to tell you what got my goat this week. I saw a friend. Uh, we all know her, Rosie Jones. Lovely. She came to visit and we went out. Um, I took her out because every time I see Rosie, she pays for everything. And I was like, right, you've got to come down to Brighton and I'll... I'll pay for everything. I mean, I, I mean, I absolutely regretted that when the bill came, but at the time it seemed like a brilliant <laughs> suggestion. And uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, Rosie came down and uh, I said, look, I'm going to take you to this uh, bar uh, in Brighton and um, they do great cocktails and then we'll have a lovely time there and then we'll go for dinner. So we arrive, it's a Monday night, obviously, because we're comedians, we don't go out the weekend. It's a Monday night and so it's dead. It's absolutely dead. And... We get there quite early because I I basically we, we get there quite early because I'm I'm conscious of the fact that Rosie's got to get back to North London from Brighton. So we arrive early. <laughs> and as we get into the cocktail bar, it says, please wait here to be seated. And I look around and there's this it's it's empty. It's completely empty. So we walk in. Rosie says, oh, well, let's, you know, we're wandering. So we wander in, we get into the bar and we said, oh, can we grab a seat? And the guy behind the bar goes, sorry, could you please go and wait by the door? And I I did a little double take as if to go, seems empty. And did a little beat as if to go, you still want me to go? And he was like, could you? And I went, okay, yeah, fine. We went, literally, I got back to the door. I turn around, he's there and he goes... Would you, would you like to come in now? I was like, are you, is it, I mean, is this, are you joking? <laughs> it was, it was, uh, we walked in and he went, um, so where would you like to sit? I was like. Oh my God. Oh my I, God. I thought, this is hilarious. I, I said, is there, it feels like you, you want us to sit somewhere specific because you've asked us to wait at the door. And he went, no, 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 you can sit anywhere you like. I said, oh, right. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> and I sat down. Oh no! The, the other thing that happened, which was even, which was also funny, was um, I was really I was having to bite every single gum and thing in my mouth. <laughs> it's probably why I've still got cold. Yeah. <laughs> Chewing my mouth. Um, so though, so when, when he arrived to say, uh, so would you like to come in? I, I I had two menus in my hand, two cocktail menus in my hand, and he picked up two cocktail menus, and I said, Oh, I've already got I've already got two, and he said. Well, I've got two. And I went, oh, okay. Uh, and so I put my two cocktail menus down and then he looked at me and then he put his two cocktail menus down and then very passive aggressively looked at me as if to say, what are you going to do now? I went, I guess I'll pick up two more cocktail menus then. And he went. <laughs> it, it, it was the most passive aggressive interaction I've had <laughs> for such a long time. Rosie was laughing because she thought it was hilarious. I didn't know where I didn't know if this was the beginning of a of a comedy sketch that no one had told me was happening, and and then of course as I said we go back in and it's like well where do you want to sit I'm like fucking hell mate I mean we literally we could have saved ourselves a lot of bother when I arrived and he you just sent yeah where would you like to sit anywhere you like it's empty, it was the, so and, and the whole evening he was passive aggressive borderline really rude, and at the end. 
so anyway, we had a couple of cocktails. I had a lo- we were having a lovely time. Of course, we've been lubed up by these cocktails, so we're we're just in a really good mood. We go to pay the bill, exorbitant, obviously. Um, and um, Rosie said, "I just want you to know, these were the best cocktails I think I've ever had, and you're really good at your job. Thank you so much for everything." And he he didn't even look up, and I went, "Let's love bomb this prick." I went, "I want you to know." This has been the best night. And we've really enjoyed ourselves, and I think a lot of it is down to how good the co- how, you know, how good these cocktails have been. And he looked up and he went, "Yeah, well, yeah." And that was it. <laughs> it was the most, honestly I, the whole time I was in this thing. I, I just, I, apart from when I was drinking cocktails and I wasn't taking any notice of him. Oh, and then at one point he came over to us and he said, to, "This was random." He came over and he said, excuse me, uh, are one of you burning hair or denim? What? I said, no, no, uh, we're not doing that. And he went, <laughs> and he went, uh, are you sure that one of you isn't burning hair or denim? And Rosie went, why would we be? <laughs> and, and Rosie said, I think I'd know if I was burning my hair or my jeans. And, uh, and he went... Okay, and then he went to the next table because finally other people had arrived. Excuse me, is anyone here burning hair? Or denim. Or denim. <laughs> it was the most bizarre interaction. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> Meanwhile, cousin's it in his fucking denim tuxedo on fire over to the right. And he's going to every single... Excuse me, are you... Uh... That is the most it was... fucking random... I mean, I ha- I hate it when you go to like a. Re- I've had this. We go to a restaurant. It's completely empty, and they go, "Have, Have you, you booked? booked?" Yeah, it was like <laughs> that. Do I need to book? Wow. <laughs> it's completely empty. But anyway, that that got my goat. But also, by the time we left, it was funny. But at the beginning, I was like, "This guy's going to get fucking kneecapped if he carries on." I know. This. I, I can't. I can't bear how passive aggressive he's being. And it was it was so. Oh, and then when he came over, he went, "Ugh." Just let me know what you want to drink. <laughs> he sounds like he was annoyed that somebody had turned up. Do you know what I mean? Like he didn't want to do any work and he's just I think, annoyed that you kind of... I think he was annoyed at my wide-eyed kind of, oh, we're doing the waiting by the door thing. Okay. I think he was like, fuck, fuck her, fuck her. And uh, I guess that was very passive-aggressive from me. So maybe I, maybe I, maybe I started it. But anyway, that's what got my goat. Uh, what a bell. Wonderful cocktails. (laughs) Women talking bollocks. If you have enjoyed WTV, please make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a little review. Or you can check out our socials now on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and you never know, we may even get on TikTok. And if you do like the show, please do have a look at our Patreon for bonus content and weekly treats. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do 
not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.